turbulent times call for clear-headed insight. That's hard to come by these days, especially on TV. That's where we come in. Salem News Channel has the greatest collection of conservative minds all in one place. People you know and trust, like Dennis Prager, Eric Metaxas, Charlie Kirk, and more. Unfiltered, unapologetic truth. Find what you're searching for at snc.tv and on Local Now Channel 525. WTWD Plant City, WLCC Brandon. Faith Talk Tampa. Download the Faith Talk Tampa app or listen on TuneIn and Odyssey. Up next is Fresh Wind Radio, sponsored by Love First Christian Center. This program is pre recorded. It's time for Dr. Jomo Cousins on Fresh Wind Radio. She was not running to Adam to present herself to Adam. She was not chasing after Adam. God presented her to Adam. Allow God to move in your life. Trust him. You know, so good. Trust him. We hope you're excited to hear God's word today on Fresh Wind Radio. We've got some incredible opportunities lined up for you later on in the broadcast to support this radio ministry. But for now, let's get straight to the word with Dr. Jomo Cousins. God is doing something So uh, this series is entitled, Why is Marriage So Hard? Why is Marriage So Hard? And uh, I have biblical context why it is, uh, but as as I was... personal experience. (laughs) Just blink, blink. Don't say yes, just blink. Don't say nothing. Um, And so a young man went to his uh, father and said, Dad... Um, I want to ask you about marriage. So he says, Dad, what does it cost, you know, give or take the whole marriage process? He says, son, if you keep it simple, marriage might just cost you about a grand, a grand. He said, well, Dad, what about divorce? A hundred grand, a hundred grand. <laughs> what do you say, Doc? Amen. <laughs> oh, Lord. Oh, Jesus. I got another one, y'all. I got another one. I got another one. I got another one. <laughs> come, come. <laughs> Husband and wife go out to dinner. And the wife says, hey, babe, you haven't prayed over your food. He said, I only pray at home because I know you cooked it. <laughs> wow. <laughs> oh, Lord Jesus. I got another one. 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 There's, a, there's a, a husband and wife, and the wife, uh, she was really frustrated with her husband because he was always so tight on money. Don't say nothing right now. Don't say nothing right now. He was always so tight on money, and so he had saved up a good amount of money, and he, just, he was just really tight. And uh, so the man, he, uh, he eventually um, wrote in his will, he told the wife, he said, before, if I ever go, please um, empty the bank account and just put it in my coffin. Hmm. So she says, 
okay, baby, I'm, I'm an honorable, godly woman. I'll do that. So he passed away, and, you know, her girlfriend is with her. She's like, you know, uh, I remember what he said to put all the money in a, in a suitcase and bury it with him. And she says, I wouldn't do that for you. She's like, baby, I'm, I'm an honorable, God-fearing woman. I'm going to do what my husband said. So at the end of the funeral, you know, her, her friend's like, don't do it, don't do it, don't do it. And she eventually put the suitcase in the coffin, and, uh, you know, they closed the coffin. He got buried. So the friend said, I can't believe you put all that money in a coffin. And she says, no, what I did was I wrote him a check, and I said he can cash it in hell. <laughs> I got one more joke. And I'm done. I'm done. <laughs> so, the husband and wife, she's been saying for years, you don't take me nowhere. Mm. I was just. You're the, you the last person saying, uh, uh-uh, nothing. <laughs> you don't take me anywhere. We don't go anywhere. You don't take me anywhere. So her dream vacation was a trip to Israel. So after years of nagging, arguing, you don't take me anywhere, you don't take me anywhere. He said, you know what? I'm taking to Israel. But, you know, now they've been married 30-plus years. She's like, you know, but she's like, I'm thankful. We're going to Israel. They go to Israel. She gets there. Within three days of traveling around, man, she had a heart attack. She passes away. So... The, Paul, the, the, the funeral people said, listen, what would you like? Would you want to bury her in Israel or would you like to send her back to America with you? And uh, he says, these are your options. If you bury her here in the Holy Land, uh, it's more affordable than, you know, transporting her back to America. He says, you know, we'll give you a day or two to figure out what's best for you. And so the man thinks about it for a couple of days and he said, I would prefer to send her back to America with me. And, it's, and, you know, it's like, it's a lot more money. He said, well, I realize in Israel, people get resurrected. <laughs> All right, let's get to the word today. <laughs> oh, Lord Jesus. Look at your pastor. Pray for him. Pray for that pastor. He need help. He need Jesus. Touch your hands. <laughs> All right, why is, I have to open it up. When you talk about marriage so hard, I got I to gotta, I gotta talk to you. Because when I'm about to talk to you, I have to make sure you feel good before I tell you what I'm about to tell you. Okay, so I'm trying to help you. All right, so the measurement of one foot was actually uh, figured out by a king, and it was the size of this king's foot. And he set the tone for the measurement of one foot. A yard was actually the king's waist. That was how we got a yard from, okay? The reason I tell you this is, if you are going to base your marriage on the world system, it's Come not going to make sense. Right. Because that was not the measurement to which it was based on. Mm-hmm. See, marriage was instituted for kingdom reasons. Right. So your marriage will not work if you don't flow in the order that God ordained it. So now you are trying to figure out how to make it work using the world's way and it won't work using the world's way because they didn't set the measurement. So you have to make sure if I want my marriage to be successful and to work, I got to make sure I'm measuring it right. Because, see, if you're not using the principles to which we're ordained for it, it's going to be even more challenging. 
Marriage is already difficult, too, trying to become one. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Thank you, Jesus. All right. Today we're going to be teaching from the beginning. Genesis chapter 1, verse 26. It reads, Then God said, Let us, Father, Son, Holy Spirit, make man in our image. Okay, side note. When God created, they flowed in unity. When God created, they flowed in unity. If you want to create in your marriage, you got to flow in unity. How do you make a baby? How do you make a baby? You got to be what? Unified. Right. Okay, that's too deep for y'all. Y'all just, y'all just, y'all killed me right there. That's I thought I, you was quiet because we's in church and we don't know where you going with this. <laughs> you see how y'all? You see, you see the feedback y'all give her? Y'all give her good feedback. I say something. That's all right. That's all right. I see. I see how it is. It's all good. I said something deep right there. So. <laughs> Nobody want to put themselves out there like that. <laughs> Whenever God flows, there's unity. Right. So yeah. what's the devil's goal for your marriage? Division. Mm, the opposite. The opposite. So when God creates, there will always be unity. Got it? Mm-hmm. All right. According to one's likeness, not physical, but spiritual personality, more likeness, and let them have complete authority over the fish of the sea, the birds of the air, the cattle over every, the entire earth and everything that creeps and crawls on earth. So God created man in his own image. In the image and likeness of God, he created every son, male and female. Everyone say that's marriage. That's marriage. So, so it's, we are made to flow together. Now, Matthew 18, 19, it reads, and this is uh, wonderful. Again, I say that if two believers on earth that is, are in what one mind and what harmony about anything they ask within the will of God, it will be done. Now, here is the struggle with many marriages. They, we are not of one mind. Meaning, we have to have a common vision of what marriage should be. Right. Because, see, if she sees it one way and I see it another way, that's called division. Right. Now we have two visions. Right. Two vision leads to division. Division leads to divorce. Right. Because we, can, we have to come to the place where we both see it the same way. Meaning in reference to the purpose that we've come together, we've come together for kingdom purposes. So right. our goal is to make sure that we have, everyone say, one vision. And okay. that's so good that you said we come together for kingdom purposes. A lot of times mm. we may not start our marriages out you know, coming together for kingdom purposes. But then when you know better, you do better, right? So after you start learning the word of God and you will start applying it to your life, then you find that purpose with the two of you all being together. And you stand on that even through the hard times. Because you're always going to love the person, but you don't necessarily like them every day. Because sometimes they get on your I don't, I don't, I don't appreciate nerve. that right there. I don't, I, don't, I, don't, I don't appreciate that right there. So you don't love them a lot. But it, no, it, can't, it can't go off of feeling. Correct. You can't, you can't stand on a strong marriage off of your feelings because your feelings are going to change from day to day, right? So, so. so you're saying that marriage was not made for me to be happy? No. You don't get married for the other person to make you happy and complete. God already made you complete. When you were single, you were complete. <laughs> you see all that help y'all give her? Man, y'all, <laughs> man, man. 
I mean, you can't, you can't <laughs> depend on anybody, single or married, Amen. to make you happy. Correct, correct, correct. So the reason why this is critical that marriage is not made for your happiness is because right. when you are not happy, then you don't want to be married because my marriage is based on me being happy. You've been listening to Fresh Wind Radio with Dr. Jomo Cousins, Senior Pastor of Love First Christian Center in Riverview, Florida. People often wonder if God still speaks, and the answer is yes. The real question is, have we tuned in to listen? God has not changed, and him wanting to communicate with us has not changed either. Just like he spoke with Adam, God wants to speak with you. Imagine God giving you insight on the direction you need to take in life. In my new book, How to Hear God, He Still Speaks, I'll give you the keys to hearing God's voice. Go to my website, jomocousins.com. Again, jomocousins.com and grab your copy. God bless. Hey, do you know you can join Dr. Jomo Cousins each weekday morning for 20 minutes of prayer to start your day? That's right. Monday through Friday at 6.30 a.m. Eastern, Dr. Jomo hosts a prayer conference call. It's a great way to begin your day in communication with the Father. The number to call in is 712-432-0075. Again, the number is 712-432-0075. You simply enter the access code 101-804. Again, the access code is 101-804. For more information or to leave a prayer request for Dr. Jomo to pray over, please visit our website at freshwindradio.com. And now, let's get back to the Word. Marriage is not made for your happiness. It's because right. when you are not happy, then you don't want to be married because my marriage is based on me being happy. Mm. So if your marriage is based on you being happy, when I'm not happy, I don't want to be married because I'm unhappy and I don't feel good in this marriage anymore. Mm-hmm. How many of us have heard that before, right? It's not about your feelings. You have to find a greater purpose for you all being together. You know, it's, it's funny that uh, Charmaine and I didn't get in right. Right. Got it? Meaning, I didn't know God. Mm-hmm. I don't think, I don't think, you didn't know God. No, no the way and we you weren't God, applying godly you principles. <laughs> what were you about to say? You definitely didn't know God. <laughs> and even after we know God, sometimes we still don't act like we know God. No, our, our, our whole goal is transparency. Because not all of us got in right. Right. Meaning celibate, knew God, mm-hmm. heard from God, right. had golly parents who said, you're good for her and you're good for him. Right. The whole process. Right. Prayed I and fast prayed over and this. Prayed and fast. You can see the one Lord. You. Right. No, I saw a big button smile. That girl's poison. I mean, I, 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 I did not have the, the, the godly clues right. on, is this the one? Now, some of y'all are you know, you're bet. You know, you have a better. You are established better. Right. 
So we had to have a lot of course corrections right. to get ourselves in alignment with the word. Now, what you're saying is really good because a lot of people may think, you know, well, we didn't know God when we got married and I didn't pick the right one, mm. right? But if you start applying godly principles to anything, you put God in the center of anything, he can make your marriage what it needs to be. Um, if it was up to Jonah, he wouldn't be where he, you know, where God placed him. But God is a God of second chances, right? So when you do, when you get off course, God can redirect you back. You can't make a bad decision when you put God in the center and you purpose yourself to do right by God. God will make that thing right. Two surrendered people. Yes, it has to be two. You're right. Two surrendered people because you could do all you can to help somebody, but if another person is not going to surrender their life to the process that God wants to do, right. they can marry, make marriage very difficult. All right. Genesis 2.18, it says, Now the Lord God said, It is not beneficial for man to be alone. I will make him a helper, one who balances him, a counterpart who is suitable and complementary to him. <laughs> you know, I, I want to deal with this real quick. It says it's not good for man to be alone. Right. It didn't say it was not good for man to be single. That's good. Okay. What do you That's mean, Jomo? Good. God's purpose was for man to re- replicate his image on the earth. Mm-hmm. The purpose of God, okay, God's a king. Everyone say God's a king. God's a king. He wants to establish his kingdom in a new, new territory. Mm-hmm. It's called earth. Two kings can't reside in the same territory. Come on now. So he sends his son to be the king of the earth. He sets up a colony called Eden. I'm making, I'm making the Bible plain to you. I'm making the Bible plain to you. Right. But before he set up a colony called Eden, he had sent another son named Lucifer here. Mm. So Lucifer was already here because he got banished. Mm-hmm. So God says, I want to send my son to set up a colony to eventually take over that territory called Earth. So for me to manifest that, I need to send my son and my daughter so that they can come together and start to replicate my image on the earth. Right. And if they keep replicating my image on the earth, eventually that image will take over the kingdom of darkness. Amen. So that was the purpose. So when God said it's not good for man to be alone, man cannot fulfill the purpose to which I've called him to if he's by himself. Because a man by himself cannot multiply Come what on. God wants him to multiply. So the challenge is sometimes People take that scripture is not good for man to be alone, meaning it's not good for me to be single. That's not what it's saying. I'm trying to help a single person right now. I'm trying to help a single person. So sometimes now since I feel the Bible says it's not good for me to be single, it doesn't say that. It's not good for man to be alone at that particular time because at that particular time, he will not fulfill what God called him to. Right. The most productive people in the Bible were single. Don't yes. get it twisted. Come on now. John the Baptist. Come on. Jeremiah. Jesus. Paul. Paul. Meaning yes. you can fulfill your purpose. Right. Without necessarily being attached to a person. Right. 
I just want to say, you know, sometimes single, when we do marriage uh, series, single folk, you know, that y'all, right. he don't say nothing about me. I'm trying to cover everybody. Praise the Lord. Thank you, Jesus. <laughs> amen, amen, amen. All right. So, verse 19. So the Lord God formed out of the ground every animal of the field and every bird of the air and brought uh, Adam to see what he would call them. And whatever the man called them, that was his name. So here we see that God created Adam to be the God of the earth. Right. And whatever he called it, that was its name. Mm -hmm. Even when he calls the woman. All right. And the man gave names to all the livestock, the birds of the air, and every animal of the field. But for Adam, there was not found a helper that was suitable and a companion for me. So the Lord God caused a deep sleep to fall on Adam, and he, while he slept, he took one of his ribs. You know what's so amazing about this, y'all? What happens in today's world when you have to have a, a, a large surgery? They give you something to make you go to what? Isn't that crazy how the Bible is saying before God had surgery, he had to put him to what? Did y'all ever see that? I mean, I saw that like, ah. right there in the Bible, thousands of years ago. All right. And the rib, oh, there it is. And the rib which the Lord God had taken from man, he made and fashioned. He fashioned and formed. Mm. Fashion. I knew you'd find that word. I knew I'd all that you gonna find fashion. <laughs> formed. I appreciate formed. Into woman, and he brought her and presented her to man. That word present also means to parade her. Yes. To to pra parade her before him to see if he liked it. Wow. <laughs> now notice the mirror. God sends his son, Jesus. Jesus on the cross, he says, when he pierced my side, the spirit comes out. So God sends Jesus. Jesus sends Holy Spirit. Right. The same trend. God and out of, I mean, man, out of man comes what? Woman. Right. Out of woman comes child. Right. It flows. Everyone say order. Right. So it flows. This also shows us that God presented her to Adam. Oh boy. She didn't present herself to Adam. Oh, God. Do, do you hear what I'm saying? Say it again. Say it again. Say it again. She did not present say herself to Adam. She wasn't. She wasn't. <laughs> <laughs> she was not running to Adam to present herself to Adam. She was not chasing after Adam. God presented her to Adam. Allow God to move in your life. Trust him. You know so good, Trust Sean. him. We should allow God to represent us. Mm. Meaning, God has a way to change your eyes. You know how you see something one way, and then after you love somebody, you see something different? Absolutely. It's like your eyes just, you know, when you don't like somebody, like sometimes in marriage, you don't like your spouse for a season. <laughs> and your spouse may have an issue, okay? A, a flaw, a, a birthmark, a, a chipped tooth, something. Uh, something, right? But they have a chipped tooth, and it's the cutest chipped tooth there is. But when you're you not thought feel, it was cute. But when you're not feeling them, look at the old buck tooth set. <laughs> right? But when, 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 you, but when, you're, when you're feeling them, 
When you're feeling them, that cute, that, he's so cute. Look at that little chip tooth. Man, I love that. Man, you right. got to, but when you're not feeling them, have you ever realized when you're having uh, stress or animosity with your spouse, mm -hmm. you see them ugly? Right. You right. see everything wrong with them. Right. Ah! And the thing is, is we, we don't give them grace because we could know that they have a trigger and the enemy will use that moment Come on. to have you use that that you know about him to expose the trigger versus covering them. Oh God, that's a whole nother So we need to make sure that when we know emotions have taken over that we just shut up, right? That we just don't say anything because- I, By the way, that's a, that's a spiritual gift. The gift of shut up. The gift of shut up. You've been listening to Fresh Wind with Dr. Jomo Cousins, Senior Pastor of Love First Christian Center in Tampa, Florida. If you've been blessed by the word today, you can pick up a copy of today's message or any of our other great teaching series by simply visiting our website at freshwindradio.com. All of us at Fresh Wind want to thank you for listening and for your continued support to this radio ministry. If you'd like to support Fresh Wind Radio, you can do so by visiting our website at freshwindradio.com and simply clicking the Donate tab. Thanks again for supporting. We'll see you next time on Fresh Wind Radio.